All right, folks, welcome back to Young Smart Money with me, your host, Apple Kreider. Today, we are sitting down with Will, aka The Financial Wolf. He's got over 60,000 subscribers on YouTube, and he's only 18 years old. I'm super stoked to dive into this conversation. Will, how is it going today, man? I'm doing good, man. I got to say, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. As you know, I've been like a longtime listener, so it's like really cool to finally you know, be on an episode with you. So uh, excited to get into things. Dude, it's a pleasure to have you. I've been watching your channel for a while and I'm stoked to uh, to kind of dive into things. So I want to kind of kick things off by talking about um, a story that I found on your Instagram. So you called up Dave Ramsey at 16 years old, man. Tell me, tell me about that story a little bit. Like what, what made a 16 year old call up Dave Ramsey? So, um, I actually used to listen to him because my dad like used to like listen to him on the radio and stuff. So I was like, you know what? I'm making some money. I was making money like reselling phones and electronics at the time, probably making like one to $2,000 a month. And at the time I had just started YouTube. So I was like, you know what? Why don't I call Dave Ramsey and then record it? Like, and then, you know, just tell him about, you know, what I'm up to ask for some advice on like how I could continue scaling my business, how I should like save and invest my money. And basically what he told me to do is don't invest any of my money, uh, save it all for college. And what else did he say? Uh, I, I don't remember, but he, he, he said that I shouldn't get a credit card. I remember him telling me that too, obviously, because <laughs> he preaches to stay out of debt and stuff like that. Didn't follow pretty much any of that. <laughs> Well, you know, you, you take the pieces that you want and you leave the rest. That's that's what I say. You mentioned that you're making like one to $2,000 a month at like 16 years old reselling phones. So tell us about that. Like, how did you get into that? What did that look like? Because I mean, most 16 year olds aren't doing that, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So um, I got started with that business probably around 15 years old. This was like my first like successful thing that I did. Basically, I searched up on YouTube, like how to make money if you only have like $50 to get started. And this guy who was like filming on his YouTube channel, like really terrible quality. I remember he made a video on like reselling iPhones and electronics and stuff. And I was like, you know what, this seems like super easy, super doable. So what I did is I watched that video, I post some ads on Craigslist. And basically I said like, Hey, if you have iPhones to sell and you want cash for it, um, hit me up like with my number on Craigslist. And then people would start calling me and I'd offer them less for the phone than it's selling for on eBay. And a lot of people who are like desperate and just want quick money for their products will like, you know, take that lower price and then I'll just resell it for a profit. So yeah, I did that for probably about 18 months. I made some good money with it, but there are definitely some problems with that business because a lot of times um, people will like finance phones from carriers, like they'll oh. finance them, like take out a loan and then sell them. Like, it's just like someone would take out a loan on a car and then sell you the car. <laughs> and it's hard to know like if it's financed or not. Yeah. So that would happen a lot. Dang. Okay. Okay. But what even, I mean, what even got you interested in like making that Google search to like, what do I do with 50 bucks to make money? Cause like, dude, most 15 year olds, if they think about making mm -hmm. money, they're like, go get a part-time job or whatever. Like they, they don't go to YouTube, you know? So what even brought you to, to that? Yeah. I, I don't really know. I've always been like interested in making money and that kind of stuff. I've never really had like a legitimate, like part-time job or anything like that yet. Because by the time I was like old enough to actually do that, I was making enough money from like reselling or like YouTube now. So um, what I pretty much did is I, I just like, 
I don't know. Like I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really interested in getting a job just because those pay like $8 an hour. It's like, I can probably make a lot more than that. Like I can make a hundred bucks in a day, I'm sure. Like, so I, I thought, you know, why don't I just look on YouTube? I see other channels. Like, I think at the time I was watching like financial education, like Graham Stephan, all of those channels were just starting to pop up. So they were all talking about like how you can make money online and stuff like that too on their channel. So I thought, why don't I give it a try? Dang. So like, did you, were you ever concerned that your age would be an issue? Cause like, I feel like there are a lot of young people watching those channels, but I think a lot mm -hmm. of them also just think like, well, that doesn't apply to me. Cause I'm 15 years old. I'm 16 years old. Like that I'll think about that when I'm like 18, 19, 20. So was that ever a thought mm -hmm. for you or were you just like not even concerned? Yeah. So a lot of people actually tell me that on my channel, cause my viewer base is younger too, probably similar to your, to the people watching yeah. this, but pretty much I just didn't, I really wanted to get into it now. And I, I thought, you know, if my age is really an issue, then I won't be successful, but I might as well just give it a try. Right. Cause worst case, you know, I'm not able to succeed. I lose some money. I go get a job and then I try again later. So I was like, you know what? Um, I really do want to give it a try. And uh, worst case it's, I don't make any money. Dude, that's the truth, man. Especially like you and I, as, as young people, man, we have so many mm -hmm. like safety nets in place. We have so few obligations. We're not paying a mortgage. We're not paying child support. Like we don't have all these things that like yeah. adults have to worry about. And so like, I think so many other young people don't realize that. And, and, and there's so much freedom in that to just like try stuff. If it fails, like, yeah, go get a part-time job. Like it's not the end of the mm -hmm. world. So man, I, I, I props to you for just recognizing that at such a young age. Sure. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah. I've definitely not always been successful. Like I've definitely lost a lot of money and like different business ventures I've tried, but at the end of the day, like if you just keep going and you know, you, you'll, you'll eventually find that, you know, successful thing. Cause I've, I've been trying for years. Like I've been doing a ton of different things. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about some of the L's. So I've been doing some research. I know there's, there's a few L's that come between your phone flipping and your YouTube. So let's kind of, let's dive into those. Talk about some of those. Yeah. So I think the first one we should probably get into is when I tried uh, starting like a social media marketing agency. Oh yeah. Let's do that. So <laughs> it took me like three months to like start getting clients. But the thing was I started getting clients, but I didn't even know how to run like <laughs> Facebook ads. So it was, it was pretty rough. Um, I ended up. Okay. Wait, let's this. pause a little bit. Let's pause a little bit. So first of all, why social media marketing? Because like, I know that's like the whole Ty Lopez thing. Everyone's talking about it, but like, what made you decide I want to try this? Okay. So it was this YouTube ad. I'm not even <laughs> kidding. It was literally a YouTube ad that got me into it. I think the channel name, um, I think his name was like Iman Godzi. He's like, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Girl. Bro, he has the best YouTube ads. Like they're actually like not spammy. It's just like these like B-roll things. I'm like, damn, like this dude's like balling right here. Yeah. I like, I watched his channel cause like it was like a high quality like YouTube ad. So I checked out his channel. And then from there, I started watching his videos and like how he's 18 and like making like a hundred grand or 200 grand a month with social media marketing. I was like, you know what, let me give this a try. And then from there, I got like a free course on social media marketing. I didn't like buy his course or anything like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just started reaching out to like businesses, like on Facebook and that kind of stuff. It took a while to get clients, but over time, you know, I did. Okay. So you, so you get a couple clients and then you realize you have no idea what you're doing. Yeah. Like I literally thought that I was just going to worry about running Facebook ads once I got the clients <laughs> and it would be super easy. Like I didn't even care about that part. Like all I wanted was to get the clients and I'd figure it out later. Yeah. Get the money and then, and then, yeah, then, then I'll figure <laughs> it out. But 
Dude, it's harder than a lot of people think. Like if you want to get into this business, like I would for sure make sure you know what you're doing first, because that will give you way more confidence when you're talking to the clients too. Because like I was promising them things like I didn't even know, which is really unethical, but I truly didn't think I would figure it out. Dude, that's that's real. Um, before I started this, well, actually at the beginning of when I started this podcast, I was running a Facebook ads agency. Um, specifically like for, for online entrepreneurs, I was doing ads for like their info products and stuff. Uh-huh. And I can tell you that there's definitely a learning curve to Facebook ads. <laughs> there's definitely like setting expectations is so, so important. And so like, if you don't even know what kind of expectations to set, dude, it's, uh, it's yeah. going to be a rough time. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I th- yeah, it was interesting. So, so how'd that play out, man? So you got these, you got these couple clients, you have no idea how to run ads. Like, are they just like, what are you doing? Like, do they leave? Do they get mad? Like what happens? Yeah. So one of the clients was like really understandable after the first month, like they didn't get any results and they wanted to keep paying me. And I was like, Oh dude, like I can't, like they literally wanted <laughs> to keep paying me. And I felt so bad, dude. Like I, I, I realized I had no idea what I was doing. I wasn't going to be successful. So I was like, you know what, let me take a step back, like reevaluate. Like I, I kind of just like let that relationship kind of fall apart. Cause like, I did not want to keep taking that money. Then the other guy um, was really mad, like wanted a refund and like all this stuff at the time, I'm going to be honest, I didn't really have that much money. So I was like, Oh, but I did pay him back a few months later. So that was definitely kind of tough. Cause at the time, I mean, I was making decent money from phone flipping, but um, I did invest like certain amounts of money into like a vending machine business and different stuff like that. So it was, it was hard to like kind of refund people, take the L on that business. But uh, I did eventually do that because, you know, it's good to be ethical. It is, man. And that's, that's a tough spot to be in when you, when you realize that like, oh, I really have no clue what I'm doing here. And like you yeah. let people down. It's a rough spot to be in, dude, but props to you for, for making it right with people. Yeah, for sure. Cause it's never good to do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want to burn any bridges. You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. Well, vending machines, dude, talk about vending machines. Cause like, I have no idea how a vending machine business works did you like buy a vending machine or like what yeah so pretty much how this business works it was like blowing up on youtube at the time and this is when i was like really kind of getting started and uh, i was seeing channels like reyes the entrepreneur and there's this other channel uh jaime ibanez they like were blowing up on like vending machines like they got like several hundred thousand subscribers for making videos on this so i was like you know what let me let me try it like it seems really interesting like super like passive income right because you just prop up a vending machine uh let people buy stuff from it and you can collect money it takes a lot more than you think to get locations like uh getting in touch with the businesses stuff like that that was difficult but i did eventually get one location and I mean, I still have that vending machine. I, I only check it like once every few months, honestly. It doesn't do that well, but you know, it's, it's something you can do as a teenager for sure to make money though. Hmm. Okay. So basically you, what's, what's the pitch to businesses? Like I put this in your store and like, do you have to give them a cut or, okay. Yeah. So, um, you, you just kind of reach out, like, you know, it, it's a good way to attract like a younger audience, I guess. Um, it, it's a easy way to make extra money. Like it's not going to be much, but a lot of businesses are just like, you know what, if you want it in the store, like it's aesthetically pleasing and uh, why not a lot of, but you know, others are like, why don't I just buy my own machine? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, what did you, what, what were like your takeaways throughout these couple of failed businesses? You know, like, what did you, what did you learn through the social media marketing? what did you learn through the vending machine business? Like what's your, what'd you walk away with? 
a lot of times it's just like consistency. Cause like, I always thought like, if I switched to a different business, tried this, like it would get a whole lot easier and I would suddenly find success. <laughs> but the truth of the matter, uh, the truth is that honestly, like no matter what business you try, there's going to be like a learning curve involved and you're not going to have success in the first month or first six months, probably it's going to take a while. And I was very impatient in the beginning. Like I thought I could just make a bunch of money right away. And that comes partially from like all the YouTube videos you see. And like everyone makes it seem a lot easier than it is. In reality, there's a big learning curve. I agree, man. It's not, it's not as sexy to, um, to be like, you're going to have to work at this for six months before you start to see stuff, you know, like, yeah, want to buy the course and, and have a million dollars tomorrow, you know, like they don't exactly. want <laughs> to spend months and months on this stuff. But I, I think that's, that's, that's good stuff to be learning at your age, dude. Cause most people, <laughs> most people never learn that. And they're always yeah. just like tossing money at the stuff and they never see any results for sure. All right, dude. So, so when, when'd you get into YouTube or when'd you have the idea that you want to start a YouTube channel? Cause like that's, that's blowing up right now. And so yeah. where'd the seeds come from? So I started my channel in June of 2018. Um, at the time I was still like flipping phones, doing all that stuff, but I kind of just started it in the background. Like I was making like one to two videos a week on just whatever I felt like, whatever business I was doing. I wasn't getting a lot of subscribers at the time. I didn't really take it super serious. I kind of did it like more as like a thing for fun. Cause I was watching a lot of YouTube at the time. So I was like, you know what, why don't I just make videos? Like I wasn't really planning on that being like a big source of income for me. And I think that kind of helped me become successful because I was doing it more because I liked it versus for money. And that kind of motivated me to stick with it. And uh, yeah, that, that definitely was crazy. But the first year I got a thousand, 1500 subscribers around there. Six months after that, I was at 2,000. And then six months after that, I was at 20,000. And then now six months later, 60,000. So it's just like full on exponential growth, like in the beginning, super slow. And I uh, had a few videos start to do well um, late last year. And uh, ever since then, the growth has kind of been bigger. Dang. So I, I think that's, yeah, man, just, just taking it as like a, something you're doing for fun rather than something mm -hmm. you're doing for money. That's kind of my view with YouTube too, because it's like, it's so fun to just like make videos and like share mm -hmm. them with people and like hear from your audience and stuff like that, that it's like, it's so much more rewarding if you're doing it for that, than if you're doing it for the money, because if you're doing it for the money and the money doesn't show up, then you're probably going to leave, you know, but if yeah. you've got other stuff holding you there, uh, it, it tends to be a lot easier to stick with it. Yeah. And that's why I would always say like, if you're starting a YouTube channel, do it based around like a hobby that you enjoy. Like, so for me, it was just like trying all these different businesses, seeing if I could make money with it. And uh, from there that turned into a business. Cause I really enjoyed like filming videos on like all these different things I was trying. And uh, yeah, that, that's a big thing. And if you want to get started with YouTube, a big tip I would give is just like in the beginning, like upload as much as you possibly can. So start getting comfortable on camera, um, start kind of figuring out what you want to do. And then from there, you can kind of focus more on quality and stuff like that. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a great tip. And so I'm curious, where, where did the financial wolf come from? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, where, where does that come from? I mean, I so, see you got the wolf of Wall Street behind you, but yeah, for sure. So <laughs> Honestly, I'm not like a huge fan of this movie. Like I used to like it a lot in early high school. And that's when I started this channel. So I was like a freshman or sophomore. And I was like, you know what? I like this guy. He parties a ton, like makes a crap ton of money, like has a hot wife, like all this stuff. I was like, dude, I want to be this dude when I'm older. So I was like, you know what? 
I'm not going to be Wolf of Wall Street. I'm going to be Financial Wolf, and I'm going to be this guy, but the legal version. And that's why I just named the channel that. Honestly, I've only watched this movie probably like three three times, but I thought it was funny, and that's – I I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's real, man. I mean, I can see how that would be an aspirational character for like a 15-year-old um, wanting to get involved with business. But now you're now you're starting to realize that might not be exactly what you're looking for. Not exactly, but it's it's not the worst thing in the world, honestly. I feel like my name kind of draws in a younger audience a little bit. I, I don't know. It, it It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think it works well for branding, man. And especially like, I, I don't know how to pronounce your last name, but I, I yeah. think it's definitely uh, good to, to have an easily like pronounceable name that people can remember. For sure. Yeah, I, my last name is like 14 letters. It's Nazarkevich. So it's like, that'd be really annoying. Like, <laughs> that is my name. Yeah, people are trying to tell their friends about it. I got this buddy, his name's Will uh, something. I don't know, but you should find him on YouTube. Um, I can see, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, dude, your YouTube channel has, has gotten a lot of traction lately. I mean, I think it's got like 4 million plus views on your videos. Mm-hmm. How does that happen? You know, like I know you're saying like consistency and publish a lot at the beginning, get comfortable on camera, but like, how do you go from having like a thousand subscribers after your first year to at this point having like 4 million plus views? Um, you know, honestly, it's, it's just like, I I made a ton of different videos on different topics. And I kind of just figured out what was working. And basically what I was doing is I was making videos on like side hustles for teenagers. And then I was also doing videos where I would try out these side hustles for myself. So instead of telling people like, oh, these are five businesses you can get started. I actually tried those businesses and showed my results with them over like a week or over a day, stuff like that. And I realized that stuff was working for me. So I kept making, you know, these videos where I was like trying this business for a week, trying this business for a week. And they started kind of doing a little bit better than my average video on YouTube. So I decided, you know what, these videos do take longer to make, but I'm going to start kind of focusing on this kind of stuff. Instead of telling people what businesses to do, I'm going to try them for myself. So um, that started kind of attracting an audience. And uh, then I made a video uh, selling candy at school for a week and showing how much money I made with that. And that video got like a million views. So I think the moral of that story is just like, put out as much content as you can in the beginning, see what people are enjoying, what kind of is making you different from the rest on YouTube, and then focus on that content. So, I mean, obviously I didn't reinvent the wheel. There's other channels who do what I do, but I feel like maybe my age kind of attracts that audience. Cause I don't think there's a ton of channels who are like my age and like doing the challenges that I do. So um, I guess that kind of does help me stand out on YouTube and uh, yeah, just figuring out what works and putting out the content. Yeah, man, I think that's that's definitely true. And like two people can say the exact same thing, but one of them might resonate with you and one of them might not, depending on how they look or how they talk or their past mm-hmm. experiences. So like, I think you coming in as like an 18 year old, you're able to resonate with so many young people that just like don't resonate with people, maybe like Reyes or like older yeah. entrepreneurs that are doing these side hustles because they're like, that person's way older than me. They have all this money or experience or whatever. Yeah. Like Will's over here and Will's like, dude, he's 18 years old like me. Like I, if, if Will can do it, like, shoot, well, I could probably do it too. So yeah, I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, from there, after that first video blew up, um, I went from like, I think like, 2000 subscribers to like 
10,000 in a month. The next month after that, I was at like 15,000. So it's just like, it really does take one video. Like that's a big thing. A lot of YouTubers say, but it's just like one video that does well kind of gets you in that algorithm and allows you to like start building an audience and getting actual traction. So that's, that's the big thing. It might take you like a year or two, or maybe even longer to like get that first video to do well. But once you figure out like what does well on your channel, you just kind of keep making that content. I can give so many examples of like other channels in the finance niche, especially that have done that. Like, uh, so like, you know, that channel financial education, like he yeah. only talks about stocks and that's cause like, that's what works for him. So like, there's, there's so many people that, that do that kind of stuff. It's just figuring out what works. hundred percent. And yeah, we've had Jeremy on the, on the podcast, I think twice so far. So, um, yeah, he's, he's got a lot going for him with, with his eight different YouTube channels. Um, but <laughs> that's a whole nother story. Um, what do you, what do you think it was about that candy selling video that, that really made it pop off, you know? Cause like, yeah, I mean, what was, was there something that was different about it or was it just like, that was what your people really wanted? So at first I actually had no idea why the video was doing so well. Like, but I, I think I've kind of realized it. Um, selling candy at school is like a big video topic on YouTube, actually. Hmm. It's like, there's a lot of people that make videos on it on YouTube. Like, especially like a few years ago, it was really, really popping. Like there were a few videos with over a million views on the topic, but no one has ever brought their camera to school and recorded <laughs> themselves selling candy. That is what made my video different. And I think that's what will make my video continue to do well, because I don't think anybody has ever done that because you know first of all schools don't like it second of all people at your school are probably going to make fun of you for bringing a camera and filming yourself selling candy but you know what i did it and uh don't regret it whatsoever <laughs> yeah man were you were you concerned about like what the other people at school would say or were you just like screw it man i'm trying to make a youtube video <laughs> so at first people were trying to make fun of me but i was like you know what they're, after a while they kind of just like learn to respect you because like <laughs> if you're so consistent and just like people keep making fun of you it like doesn't even matter at a certain point because they're like you know what this guy's just trying to trying to make a quick buck. Like I respect them. Some people were consistently buying from me and uh, it was always like a good video series. Like a lot of my friends enjoyed being in those videos, but after a while, my school definitely cracked down on me. Yeah, I would imagine. So, I mean, like, I can't even imagine what, what my high school would have done if, if somebody would have been running around selling candy with a camera. Um, but yeah, dude, that's, that's crazy. And I, I think there's, I, I really relate a lot with what you said about like, once you get like made fun of people, like say enough stuff to you and just like, totally like you're desensitized to it. Yeah. Um, because I had a very similar experience in high school. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> really resonate with that. Um, all right, man. So I'm, I'm curious what I've heard you talk on a couple of your videos about like wanting to be a millionaire. I read the bio of your, your ebook on Amazon talking about wanting to be a billionaire. And so like, I'm, I'm curious, man, what are you, what are you working towards? Like, uh, what's, what's the goal here? What's, what's the vision? To be honest, like, I don't have like a super clear vision, but honestly, I, I, I want to build one of the largest finance channels on YouTube. So like, I want to, I want to hit like that million subscribers, do crazy stuff. Like I look up to like Mr. Beast in a lot of ways. So I do want to continue building this channel. And then one day I do want to start a business with like whatever I make from YouTube. So I want to save as much money as I can. And then I want to open up some sort of like brick and mortar business. So I'm not sure like what kind of company I would start, but maybe I could kind of transition my channel into almost being like the pawn stars, like kind of not like a full on <laughs> reality show, but like kind of like a YouTube show, like about a business I own or something. I don't know. That's what I was, I was thinking. Um, 
Not too sure though. What what I what exactly I do want to do. That's fair, man. I mean, I'm 20, I'm three years older than you and I still don't know what I want to do. And most people never figure out what they want to do, but like, yeah. I, I think that's really, really respectable. What about brick and mortar is attractive to you? Like what, why, why that as opposed to like just another online business? Online business? Um, I don't know. Like, I think, I think there's a lot of people who make videos on YouTube about owning an online business because it has such a low barrier of entry. Sure. And I feel like something that would really separate someone if, if they own like a full on, like, brick and mortar store like an ice cream business or like something like that and the recording like like how much they make on youtube stuff like that and i feel like that would be really unique content people would want to see and especially if you kind of like show the process of going from like one location to like several and like you know showing the struggle stuff like that i don't think a ton of people have ever done that on youtube and it's something unique dang well i'm i'm sold man that was a very effective pitch and i would watch those youtube videos <laughs> for sure because like there are, i mean there, there are so many local businesses just around me that I'm like, I wonder how that thing actually works on the inside. And I wonder what yeah. the financials are like. And so I, I think that would be a really cool concept to like actually show people that. Kind yeah, of for sure. Yeah. So it's exciting. Dang, dang. Okay. Well, like what's the, what's the projected timeline on that? Because like, dude, you're 18, like one, are you going to college? And, and two, mm -hmm. if not, like, what are you, what are you going to do with your life after high school ends? So with college, I'm honestly not too sure. So it really just depends on like how these next couple months go. Cause my income has definitely ranged a lot in this past year. So in the start of the year, I was making like $2,000 a month and now I'm getting kind of towards that $5,000 a month range, which I would say is a, a full-time income, right? It's, 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 yeah, it's 18 year old dude. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, so for, from, from now, like it, it just kind of depends, like if I'm able to keep that at a consistent amount, I'm probably will, will go full time. And uh, I'm just gonna try and either live with my parents or save as much money as I possibly can. And then hopefully in the next two years or so I can open that brick and mortar business and start, you know, filming YouTube videos on that. So yeah, that's the plan. That's dude, that's, that's really solid. I have a lot of respect for that. Um, what do your what do your parents think about not going to college? Is that something that's important to them or? Um, yeah. Um, honestly, I haven't really talked to them too much about it. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. I haven't like said I'm going, I haven't said I'm not, but I, I kind of just like, haven't thought about, um, that too much, but I probably should. Like I literally graduate high school in like six months. So yeah, it's, it's getting there, dude. Crunch <laughs> yeah. time is approaching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I haven't, haven't, haven't really thought about that lately. I've just really been focusing on building the YouTube stuff up, but I kind of should focus more on, you know, what I'm planning in these next few years. Sure. I mean, like, I don't know, man, I barely plan anything, you know, I'd like moved out to New York like a week ago on a whim. So like, I'm just always <laughs> bouncing around, but I, I, I agree. It's good. It's good to have some stability, some infrastructure. Um, I'm curious to, to dive a little bit deeper. You mentioned you're making like 5,000 bucks a month right now mm -hmm. as an 18 year old. Is most of that from YouTube or like, what is the, what does the breakdown look like on that? Yeah. So the $5,000 a month is mostly from YouTube. I would say pretty much all of it. I mean, I have other incomes, but I don't count that as much because a lot of that is just like money I make like on camera. Cause like I'll start, I'll try a bunch of different businesses on camera, but off camera, it's mostly just YouTube because I'm extremely busy with, with just making those videos every single week. So I do make money outside of it, but it's, it's most, it's very minimal compared to what I am making from YouTube. I'm um, about $3,000 from uh, of my income is from just like the ads played on the videos. About 1500 will come from 
uh, affiliate partners, like, you know, the links in your descriptions and then another 500, I would say on average is from the occasional like sponsorship I'll do. I don't do too much of those, but they do pay pretty well when you, when you do end up doing them. Hmm. So when it comes to, I guess, sponsorships, what are, what do you look for in a sponsorship? Like what makes a sponsorship attractive to you? Yeah. So a lot of times I'll work with companies that I recognize, like uh, Mercari was one that I work with. Like they reached out to me uh, on an email and I was like, you know what? I, I actually use this application. So like, why not? And they, they were willing to pay like a pretty good amount of money. So I was like, you know what, let's make a video. I, I did like a challenge with my friends to like, see who could make the most money selling on Mercari in 24 hours. The video did well. I think they got like some sort of like conversions on that. So um, yeah, that's, that's what I look for in sponsors. That makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, people can tell too, when you're genuine about something that you actually use versus just like some random thing that just emailed yeah. you and they're like, please promote our BitConnect scam. Oh, yeah. like, no, thank you. So question from Jay Carlini coming in from the studio audience. Um, he is curious where your, where your drive comes from, man. And, and so am I, cause like most, I mean, most 18 year olds, don't have the ability to one like articulate stuff as well as as you have been over the last oh, like half hour but but two just like they don't have the motivation to like actually go and do something you know like they would rather just like go out on the weekends smoke some pot and just like have a good time you know which is i mean there's no problem with that but like what makes you want to actually like do something with your life at 18 versus like most people who are just like not concerned at all about like doing anything with their life at 18. <laughs> So I would say like, this is kind of a hard question to answer, but I would say from a young age, I've always kind of wanted to make a lot of money. So like, I always, I always wanted to like be a millionaire. Right. And I thought, you know, to get there, I need to start some sort of business because if you look at like most people who are millionaires, like at a younger age, like before they're like 50 or 60 or even 40, it's from like starting something or like innovating. So I was like, you know what, how can I get started and set myself up in high school to be prepared to start like a larger business in the future. And that just, that just came from like me wanting to like, you know, drive a nice car one day. Like I'm kind of over that. I, I joke about it in my videos a lot, but like, I don't like want to like be like rich so I can buy a bunch of stuff, but like I wanted to make a bunch of money and I thought, you know what, why don't I try like starting some of these businesses? I realized I really enjoyed it. So I, I, that kind of became my hobby. Like I started doing a, a bunch of different things and it was a lot of fun. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's something that I enjoyed. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad hobby to have dude in the, in the world of hobbies. Like yeah. I would say it's a pretty productive one, but yeah. what, where does that desire for money come from? Like, what is it about money that you want? Like, is it, yeah. What is it? Oh. <laughs> and I know that's like a big, a big question, but like, I think it's, I think it's important stuff to be thinking yeah. about, you know? What about you, man? What's your desire for money? Like, why do you want to make a bunch of money? I, dude, I don't have that desire. I used to have that desire, but I don't have it anymore. Like at this point, I am so content with just like, like, I, I don't know. I kind of think about my life and I, and I ask myself this question a lot. Is like, if I could do anything with my time, like what would I do? And then I just do that. Like, it's not really about, oh, really? yeah, no, it's not really about money at all. Cause like, right now, like the answer to that question for me is just like make YouTube videos and like, yeah. that doesn't really make me any money. Well, it makes a little bit of money, but like barely anything. So like, I just do that because that's what I want to do with my time. And so if there was something else that I wanted to do with my time more, I would do that. And so for me, it's not really about it. Like I had a huge drive for money over the last like two years, but then I made like a good amount of money with this business I was running. And then I was like, 
well, that didn't really give me what I wanted it to. So like, mm-hmm. I guess this might not be a, a thing worth chasing. So uh, yeah, that's, that's why I'm kind of curious. Like, what is it, what is it about money that's, that's got you fired up? Um, thinking about it a little more, honestly, freedom. Like I, I want to have the ability when I'm like 40 or like 35, if I don't want to work for a year and just like do whatever I want or like travel around in a van, like not like I would do that, but like, it, you know, I, I know some people do that, but um, if I wanted to, like I could have the opportunity to do that because a lot of times, like, you know, I don't want to be stuck in a job or like be forced to do something if I don't want to. And that's like the same thing with school. Like you don't really have a choice to be there. And that kind of helped me realize that like, if I want to have choices, I need to have a way to make money on my own. And uh, that I guess I just realized that younger than most people do. And I also enjoy like trying to make money by myself. So um, just that freedom to like have the opportunity to not work if I don't want to. I think that's wise, dude. I think that's wise and very much in the same boat. But I would challenge you to, to ask yourself the question at some point, not here, not now, but whether you need to actually be a millionaire or have a large amount of money to do those things. Because personally, like I went to Thailand for three months and the whole trip cost me like less than $2,000. So like, like, oh, it's so it, I don't know. I think, I think a lot of people overestimate the amount of money that it takes to have real freedom. Mm-hmm. And especially at a young age, man, because like we have so much just freedom built into the fact that we're so young that mm-hmm. I, I think that, I mean, like, obviously everyone's, everyone's doing different stuff, but I would, I would, I would think about the fact that like, do I actually need a million dollars to have the freedom that I, that I'm looking for, or is there other ways to get that? So just, just the thought that I would pose yeah. to you to, to think about, because I, I don't know, it's, it's interesting sure. stuff. Um, sick. Okay. Well, couple more questions for you before we, before we wrap this thing up, because I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I'm curious if you think there's anything that makes you, I mean, I know you've talked about the fact that like you've, you've, um, you've wanted to accumulate money and you've wanted to, to, to have a life of freedom, but I'm curious if there's anything that you think sets you apart from your peers that aren't making YouTube videos. Like, is there something that makes you special? Is there something that makes your, like what you're doing something that, that not everybody else could do? Or like, what do you, what's, is there like a secret sauce? Is there a financial wolf secret sauce that you're pouring mm-hmm. on this stuff? Or like, why, why is what you're doing different? You know? Um, I think what kind of got me started that made me a little bit different from everyone else, like what made me start the YouTube channel, all the different things I've done is I don't really care like what people have to say. Like a lot of people our age will like, at least especially our age will like care what other people think about what they're starting. But honestly, people will come around like a lot of people (laughs) will make fun of you in the beginning. But then like once they start seeing that you're making some money, you're doing your thing, you don't really care what they think, they kind of come around and think it's cool. And if they don't, who cares that this anyways, right? So um, that's a big reason why a lot of people don't start stuff. It's just because like, they're like going to think that people like, you know, they don't believe in them, stuff like that. And it's, it's really easy just to move past that. Like just do what you enjoy, find the people that are supporting you and focus on that. And uh, what kind of sets me apart now is just like a general interest in like earning money. Like I actually enjoy it. Like I, I really do love trying all these different businesses. And I feel like a lot of people our age would just, you know, enjoy like hanging out with their friends and, in, and then, you know, still having a job. And once they leave work, they don't have to think about work. Cause like a big part of like what we do is like, we're always thinking about that. Like we always are thinking like, how do we move to that next step? How do I get to that next level? Whereas a lot of people don't want that stress. They just want to go to work and then go home, earn their money. And uh, I think just being willing to handle stuff like that has helped me kind of 
get apart because I've tried to get my friends into like, you know, starting their own business and they're literally not interested whatsoever. <laughs> and I'm like so confused. Like, why aren't you like down to like make a lot more money? They don't care. It's like weird. Dude, I went through the exact same phase in high school, dude. I was trying to get everybody I knew to like start something and like become entrepreneurs. And they're like, dude, like I have no interest in that, man. Like I want to be off the clock and be off the clock. Like, yeah. And it just, that, that doesn't register in my brain. You know, I'm like, but but there's so much cool stuff you could do you know <laughs> yeah i know it's it's weird like i literally don't know a single person in like my real life that is interested in starting a business all the people that i know are like from my youtube channel like that's the only people or or people i've met that also do content that's i think that's a really good point you made because like i think most people have this idea in their head of like oh i need someone in my life or i need like a mentor i need someone who can like show me the way but like you you had YouTube, man. Like you used YouTube videos to be like your mentors and to lead by example for you. Cause like, yeah. you didn't have like your, your parent wasn't an entrepreneur or like whatever, like you didn't have that, that role model of someone who was doing it. So I think that's, that's a really big misconception. A lot of people have is like, well, I don't have anyone in my life who does that. Sorry. <laughs> You're good, man. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a big misconception people have. So I think that's, that's, it's so accessible, man. Like there's so many YouTube videos out there. There's so much stuff to learn that like, it's, it's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like there's so much free stuff online. Like it, like you don't need like a person anymore. Like it's not like the eighties, like there's the internet. So it's a big, big place. You can learn a bunch of stuff. Well, I mean, speaking of that, is there anyone in particular that you look up to either like as an entrepreneur or just like as a human being, uh, either like past, present, probably not future. I would say I've never really looked up to one specific person that's kind of changed throughout like the, all of the different things I've been doing. But in the beginning of YouTube, like I looked up to like the obvious larger creators like Graham Stephan, um, financial education, those guys, just like, cause I saw they were, you know, they were making money from YouTube. They were making money from investments, like all these different places. I was like, you know what, if they're doing it at like 20, 30 years old, like, so can I. And, um, now I kind of look up to people's work ethic a lot. Cause like, I see like, especially like other YouTubers, like meet Kevin puts out five videos a day, stuff like that. I'm like, dang, like I need to, I need to work harder. Cause like, you know, that, that's like a big thing, like that, you know, involves success, like how hard you're willing to work and like that kind of stuff. So that's a big yeah. thing I look up to in people. Depends, depends on what your version of success is, I would say. Cause like, I, I used to think, man, I used to really look up to the guys like, like Gary Vaynerchuk, Grant Cardone, like all these guys that are like working 26 hours a day. But then I was like, yo, that's not what I want with my life. So why am I looking up to those people? You know? And like, same thing with me, Kevin, dude, like nothing against the dude. He works yeah. really freaking hard, but like, I don't, that's not the life that I want, you know? So yeah. like, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause you gotta, you gotta think about what your goal is and then kind of reverse engineer that because you could work so, really hard, but if you're, if you're going in the wrong direction, you know, it's like, what's yeah, the my issue with that is like, I've thought, like, I know there's other YouTubers that are super successful and they only put out like a video a month or one every two weeks, stuff like that. But the thing I've realized is that like, for what I personally want, I feel like I do need to work pretty hard. Cause like, I, I don't know, like, I don't know, like how, how I would get away with like not working like and still achieving what I want to. No, that's real, dude. Yeah. And like a lot of people, a lot of people are like that. So like mm -hmm. mad respect for, for knowing that about yourself. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sick, dude. Well, Will, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, man. Where can the listeners go or the viewers go if they want to follow up with you, learn more about the financial wolf, what you're up to, all of that good stuff. 
yeah, so uh, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram. Got a bunch of free content. Don't have any course, so don't worry about that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Just uh, YouTube and Instagram. Cool, cool, cool. We'll link those up in the show notes for y'all. Will, do you have any last uh, parting thoughts, words of wisdom, anything you want to leave the people with today on Young Smart Money? Yeah, so for sure. So if you're younger and you really want to get into a business, what I would recommend you do is look that up on YouTube, pretty much follow whatever they're telling you to do, give it a try, maybe even film it for YouTube content yourself. And that wouldn't be a bad idea. And uh, just don't worry about what people think and get into what you want to try. Words of wisdom indeed. Well, Will, thank you so much for your time, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for watching till the end. The next thing you should do is click the subscribe button down below and then check out this video over here, which I'm sure you are going to enjoy. I will see you over there.